0: This podcast replay is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Check out the retail store in Miami Gardens at 5150 Northwest 167th Street. Plenty of cigar gear and a relaxing lounge. This is the Perdomo way. Enter Miami. I I had a lot of fun Saturday night. When I got back from the Drone Racing League, I got on my Apple uh, account. Boom. I watched uh, Enter take on Montreal, and that was a lot of fun. So let's talk to Michelle Kaufman. Who does an excellent job of covering Inter Miami on a daily basis? Plus, her a very interesting article, where she's uh, she's uh, kind of uh, kind of figuring out what the what this team might do in the summertime. Uh, good afternoon, Michelle. Thank you for sa- taking some time and joining us. Sure. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. You know that was a lot of fun on Saturday night. They were they were attacking. They were the aggressive team. Uh, There were a lot of opportunities uh, that you didn't, they didn't pepper Miami's goalie either. And Drake had, what was in the 71st, 73rd minute or something like that. He had a monster save.
1: Uh, We had like three, he had three really big, he had six saves, but he had, he had a three really big saves. He was a key to that game. He was a big key to that game for sure.
0: God, he's been such a find. Uh, it's, yeah. it's just been, you know, that's and yet, why they
1: just signed him to a new contract.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's just, it's just fantastic to see what Chris Henderson is already doing, you know, with the team, because the the talk was kind of, even from Neville, you know, Hey, we got to kind of find our footing and, you know, kind of get the chemistry going and all that. But, you know, for a first game, I thought that was a pretty good game that they put together. And it was an entertaining game too.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, most of the players are back from last year. So that's a big, that's a big plus last year was 19 new guys. It was, you know, an entirely new team. So this year, most of the players are back from last year. They really do have a very, very good culture on that team. I mean, I can tell you they have fun. They play basketball before practice. You know, they, they have shooting contests. I mean uh, you know, they, they, they really do seem to enjoy each other. It's a good locker room. And then, They brought back, you know, Pizarro was talking to us after the game, and he said, this is a completely different atmosphere than I left. And, you know, he loves it. He's so happy here. He thinks this is going to be their best team in four years. Um, I agree. And, you know, Gonzalo is gone, and Pozuelo is gone. Those are two really big losses. Um, But they believe now the big concern is that Leo Campana is injured now with his calf. Again, Yes, and Jesus. that's a concern. He may be out a few weeks, and, um, you know, he's been injured already last year, and he's... No, he's injury prone now. That's,
0: that's it. In a short career, all I can say about Campana is a lot of potential, but, man, he's a sack of injuries. That guy can't stay healthy.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so that's, that's got to be a concern. You know, they brought in Joseph, and the idea was that Joseph and Leo would be, you know, two forwards playing together. Um, They made all kinds of plays and plans for the game on Saturday. And then at the last minute, they had to switch it up, you know, and they started Coco Jean and he did fine. But, um, you know, they really do need uh, Campana to to be healthy, to be as good as they hope to be. You know, without him, that's a big loss. They have other players, but that that is a loss. But, yeah, overall, the team is an attacking team. Um, I don't know if you watch Negri, the left back, yep. but he loves to push up. I mean, he's practically like a left wing uh, who plays defense, but, uh, and then the one that, that everybody's excited about, although didn't show as much as, you know, I think he will show is, is Nico Stefanelli. Um, he's a very, very good player. He's going to be the designated player maker playmaker this season. I think he's supposed to sort of take the role of, of uh of Bosuelo and uh like you know he has very good vision he's very energetic he's super smart he's a great student of the game i've talked to him a few times and um he's got a really good soccer mind he's paying a lot of close attention and then in the back you've got the Ukrainian badass i don't know what else to call him but Christoph that guy is just no nonsense and he ended yeah. up scoring uh, which was unexpected but um, he's really a tough 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 guy um, who everyone says, his teammates say that he's a great positional player. He's always in the right place, and he's always telling everywhere else, everybody else where to be. So he's been a good addition also. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And then, yeah, what's going to happen in the summer?
0: Wait, wait, before, be before, before, wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll get to that fantastic story. Let me talk a little bit more about the team. Tell me about this Borgelin character
1: oh yes that, well, he's a that, really interesting guy
0: that dude he's, looks like, like like that dude's well put together like that's a yeah, he's big six five. dude he's yeah six
1: five. yeah he's six foot five 21 years old he's local North Lauderdale he's Haitian Haitian American his father his father is the mayor of North Lauderdale oh okay his father yes his father was the first Haitian uh, elected mayor of North Lauderdale I believe the first Haitian elected mayor in all of Broward County of any town. So his father made history in November. He was named the first, or he was elected the first uh, Haitian mayor. He was born in Haiti, came here as an orphan. His father, he has a really interesting story and has made his way to mayor of North Lauderdale. And a few months later, his son was signed as the first Haitian American player on inter Miami. He was in the, uh, Philadelphia Union Academy. Um, he grew up in North Lauderdale, played around here, and then went to, before Inter-Miami existed, he went up to Philadelphia, played in their academy, and then came back here to be with his hometown team. And he played on the reserve team last year, and he scored like almost every game. I mean, he every time he was in the game, he scored. And Phil Neville and David Beckham, who were at all those games because their two sons were playing on that team, they really, really like the kid. And so in January, they they signed him uh, to a full contract with the first team. So he's a really promising young player, 21 years old, uh, who's local, North Lauderdale, and then there's another local. But
0: what, what I like about him is I think he has the potential to 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 actually be a, a, a good two-way player, too, at the same time. You know, uh-huh. it, it, it's there's like there, – we had a guy with the strikers that was Jamaican and he I forgot the guy's name now, I'm brain farting. Cause he I was just thinking about him now and he reminds me of and he was like a truck. Mm-hmm. And, and and people would fall off of him when he was, you know, getting either on defense or on offense. And 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 this young man, I kind of see the same thing in him that Man, he is a force, you know what I mean? He's and I, big.
1: he's and, really big, yeah, yeah.
0: And 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 I know in that goal, it was a whole bunch of rebounds and all that stuff, right? Again, which I love the aggressiveness of the team. They were ready for a rebound, they were ready to attack again. And Borgelin, I think he got it on his second shot, if I remember he correctly. He did, right? he
1: took a shot off the rebound. Lassiter took the shot, right? It went off, then he got the rebound. And then he shot it and it was saved and it came back out. And then on his second try, he made it. Right,
0: right. And, yeah. and, and so, but I really like what I saw from the kid. I'm trying to remember the, uh, the Jamaican player's name from the strikers that was just, uh, he was a beast, dude. He was just a strong individual. I forgot his name now. But that, that kid really, and, and, and again, I, you start to look, here's the other thing I got to ask you about. I got to, Phil Neville. My God, we gotta give this guy, you know, with all the crap that came in at the beginning, oh well, you know, he's a women's coach. Can he adjust and this and that? And then he inherited such a disaster that first year. And then he had to kind of crack the whip with Higuain. And he and and he ended up taming the tiger and and molding it back to the right way. And it and And he kind of won his team back over. And then what he's doing now with Chris Henderson and how they've turned over the roster and then the chemistry that I saw on a first night. I don't think we give Phil enough credit for what he's done since he got here, actually.
1: Right. Well, I've been giving Phil credit. I know you have. I, Phil-
0: I know you you, you think- were first off saying he he needed a contract like him and Henderson needed it right away when when last season ended. I remember that that you Yeah, you no no, right I away. said that
1: they deserved a contract whether or not they made the playoffs. I Amen. said because I I've seen the transformation. I mean the 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 spirit on that team, the togetherness on that team is really I mean it is palpable. You just see it and he he got the best out of Higuain. I mean, I thought Iguain was, was on the verge of Fun. quitting of retiring of saying, forget it, you yeah. know, and then he comes back and scores 16 goals. You know, that, that took some guts for him to bench him. He was the DP. He was the big deal and, and he was difficult. You know, he was, he was difficult, super talented, but was having issues. And, and Phil got him to, got him to, Join in the band and you know and score sixteen goals and by the end everybody loved him and he was beloved and he was in a good mood, and now he's brought back you know Pizarro, who left kind of on a bad not a not a bad note but he 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 and Iguain never really meshed to be yeah, honest. He didn't, fit. So was, he didn't fit. They didn't yeah. fit together. They wanted to play in the same space on the field all the time. There was a lot of frustrations there. So now that Iguain is gone. Um, you know, the is much, just seems much freer and happier. And Phil is very excited about what he's seen from him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Phil, I think he's done a really good job of bringing the group together and, and Chris Henderson of finding, you know, he's gone to Ukraine to find this defender. Uh, you know, he went to this guy, Stefanelli, I think really is going to be good. He's an Argentine, but was playing in Sweden and, uh, yeah. And then Borjolin, this young kid, and there's another kid uh, if we're talking about locals to watch for, they also signed, I think he's 18 years old, a local kid from Key Biscayne named Benjamin. They call him Ben He's also Argentine, Benjamin Cremashi, And he's a, you know, really creative, confident, uh, midfielder slash forward type player, also an attacking player who's very, very young, but Phil is, loves him. I mean, Phil just raves about him every little time I've chit-chatted with him about him. So he's somebody else, someone else to watch for.
0: And by the way, I love Bryce Duke. I mean, oh that, yeah, yeah, God, that kid comes off the bench, and yeah, it's fire, nice and yeah. and he and he's like a little bulldog. He is fearless, dude. He's I, fearless. God. He's
1: fearless. He's fierce, and he's so hungry. I mean, I know he wants to start. You know, I'm sure he thinks he should be starting. And now they bring in the Stefanelli guy, who's now ahead of him, and Bizarro is back, and you know. He's super, super hungry. So when he goes in, he's just he goes 100 miles an hour. I love him. Yeah,
0: I love watching that kid play when he comes off the bat. It's just you can see it's a better team now. You know what and I and yeah. I know it's only one game, and I get all of that, but I've watched the improvement from two years ago through last year, and now, you know, you get an opportunity to start strong. And listen, it doesn't get any easier. Philadelphia, oh, Philadelphia what, what they went 4-1, 5-1. What was it, they uh, won 4-1, and
1: by the way, the brace was scored by Julian Carranza. Right. Right. Julian Carranza is now one of the top strikers in the league, and he could have been on this team.
0: Yeah, yeah. They let him go. Yeah. Oh, I mean, who? Knows? Sometimes.
1: It's a different system. It worked for yeah, him. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes
0: it is Sometimes you can't just. You can't blame it on the player, or maybe it's the system, or whatever it is, and it's just wrong place, wrong time. And listen, the good thing is this for this this. This uh, franchise is now headed in the right direction. This is the final year of of those uh, sanctions and those penalties, so they'll be able to move on with a fresher, you know, uh, uh, a fresher start next year, salary wise, and all that stuff. But this summer, you wrote a very interesting article, and I got to tell you, I always thought this messy story was just silliness, and especially, by the way, I thought it was an even bigger, you know, joke. After the World Cup, because he finally wins what he's never won for Argentina, what the fans have held against him, you know, against Maradona, the Maradona fan. Oh, no, he never won a World Cup for us. He can win all the clubs and everything else and Olympics, but he's got to win the World Cup. And he finally won the World Cup. And then I'm thinking, you're playing at this high level somebody in Europe is going to step up. Here's, you know, the, the, the Arab nations are giving, you know, Cristiano 100000000 million. They're offering him $200 million a year. Uh, you figure somebody's going to offer, and yet here we are, one of the greatest players of all time, and he doesn't have a contract, and then you come up with this article that the 10 and the 5 haven't been filled, and you start putting, you know, one and one together with, with Messi – And I got to say that it it, kind of makes sense now that maybe the league is going to give him a team or something like that, like they did with Beckham. But it just kind of makes sense now that maybe this crazy story is really going to happen.
1: Yeah, it seems hard to believe. I mean, Busquet, you know, I could see it. Busquet, I think they're going to get him. I mean, I do. I think that that is going to happen. Messi, on the surface... You would just say, why in the world? It just makes no sense. And what he's going to plan Commercial Boulevard there at that little, you know, erector set stadium, you know, temporary stadium, which is nice for a temporary stadium, but it's a 19,000 seat temporary stadium. It's not a big, glorious stadium with skyboxes and all that kind of thing, you know? So
0: move it out, move it and, to Hard Rock, man.
1: Well, you know, I thought about that too. I, I, I noted the other day, and I mentioned this to my husband. Only problem
0: is the Canes and Inter play on Saturdays.
1: That is the thing; they play on Saturdays, unless they were to move the games to, but they can't because now the Apple deal. They want all the games to be on Saturdays at seven thirty. So I don't know. It's, but I will tell you that I mean I know the Moss brothers and David are, you know, they are gonna, they're gonna, they're making a very sweet deal for him. And I do believe no one has told me this. This is just my own conjecture because of what happened with David Beckham. I absolutely think that Apple and MLS would be involved in some kind of big deal to make a huge corporate package deal for him. This is not about Inter-Miami paying him a salary of, you know, $60 million. That's not that's not I think this is MLS and Apple. Would want him here, they would love to have him here to promote the league around the world. The whole thing with this Apple deal is supposed to be to spread MLS around the world. Everyone with an Apple device or with an Apple, you know, app can now watch MLS games. So, you know, it would behoove them, it would behoove Apple and MLS to get Messi into this league. Oh, god, yes. And, you know, and, and the, everyone would tune in from, from Argentina, from Europe, from everywhere to watch him play. It'll become the, the number one is,
0: selling jersey in the world.
1: Right. You know, so it would be now an Inter-Miami, that pink jersey would be all over the world. All right. Number two, he has a home in Miami. He loves Miami. And supposedly his wife really would love to move to Miami and raise the boys in Miami. All right. They want to be closer to Argentina. They want to be closer to their home. They want to be in a community that has a lot of Argentine people and and Hispanic South American people. So that's another thing. You know, the guy has made so much money. He's won every every trophy, really, that there is to win over there. He hasn't won the Champions League with PSG, but he's won everything else over there.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have anything else to prove.
1: It may be that he's just at a point where he's thinking, you know, Maybe they're going to offer him ownership, part ownership of a team, whether it's inter-Miami or a new team or whatever. Or what if they give him part ownership of the stadium? You know, I hadn't thought of that before, but I thought of it the other day. You know, they're, they're opening the Miami Freedom Park in 2025. The, the World Cup is coming the next year. There may be some big sponsorship deals involving World Cup sponsors. The World Cup is going to be in the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. So I just think... There's a lot of opportunity there uh, to to make a really big, attractive, very sweet deal to offer him. And, yes, it's MLS. And, yes, it's Inter-Miami and Drive Pink Stadium and all that stuff. But I think there may be more to it. And I, I did bring uh, up about I, the jerseys. I, I, I can
0: tell you this. You see those four corners in that stadium? The Moss brothers are already designing how to round out that stadium with seats. OK, yeah. for the summer, because <laughs> yeah. I already told the, I told a buddy of mine who's pretty comfortable in life. And I said, hey, you want to make a nice investment? Go buy yourself about six pairs of tickets for Inter Miami. And he goes, why the hell would I do that? I go, because the second half of the season, they'll have messy and you'll be selling them for like five hundred dollars each. You know, right. well, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I pointed out in my story today that I also found it curious, interesting, mm-hmm. whatever word you want to use, Um, the way they did the ticketing this year, this season, you can only buy a ticket, a single ticket through the June 3rd game or the June, the first week of June. After that, if you want to buy a ticket for a game in July, August, September, October, and you go on the club website or you go on Ticketmaster, it comes up and it says, still working on pricing, please come back with an exclamation point. So, buy season tickets,
0: folks. I'm telling you.
1: To me, it (laughs) means now the only way you can get tickets for the second half of the season is to buy a season ticket. If you have a season ticket, you'll have a ticket. But if you're going for individual tickets, you can only buy at the current prices from now through the beginning of June, which to me is setting it up so that when and if I'm not saying it's 100% going to happen. Of course not. Of course but they're but they're
0: they're setting themselves up they're just in case up. it happens. If they it have happens. to be ready and they have to maximize their, yes. their and by the way I'm telling you they'll, they'll, they'll they're going to put stands in those corners cuz yeah. that's probably another 5 8,000 seats that they can put uh, if you add seats in those corners, and that's a lot of money that they're going to be yeah, able to charge. Yeah, and
1: they're going to jack up the – there's no question. They'll jack up the prices. If Messi and Messi's coming, and Messi and Busquets, but, you know, especially Forget Busquets.
0: If Messi comes, know, whatever. it's if over. If Messi
1: comes, <laughs> no offense to poor Busquets. But anyway, if Messi comes, they can jack up those prices, and they will sell that thing out at whatever those prices are. People are going to go watch him. He's going to be all over the Apple app all over the world in that pink jersey. I mean, you know, that's no that's no no, no
0: offense to Jimmy Butler. No offense to Tua. No offense to Tyreek Hill. No offense to Jazz Chisholm. No offense to Sandy Al- Alcantara. No right. offense to Bar- uh, Barkov. No no offense to Kachuk. You're all taking a back seat, man. That's going to be... The ticket that everybody is going to want all over the world. Because as yeah, you I'm know, we're South right Florida. Now. People are going to come to vacation to then watch also a messy game.
1: That's right. Listen to do. this. So I just looked it up real quick. Leo Messi, you know how many followers he has on Instagram?
0: 11 million?
1: 434 million. Oh,
0: 434 million. Wow. That's crazy.
1: 434 million. Let's compare real quick. Jimmy no, but, okay, there is no comparison. He, ha, he has more million. followers
0: than all the teams and their combined. stars combined. 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 combined.
1: Yes. Okay. All combined. the
0: teams and stars combined in combined South Florida.
1: Would not equal 434
0: that's a that's million. A, that's a four hundred
1: thirty-four million. A, there, you know yeah. how many Jimmy Butler has? I just want to tell you. He probably okay, has. He probably
0: Trump. has. Uh, probably has like sixty thousand, a hundred thousand. What does he have? No, he
1: has no. Jimmy Butler has seven point nine million. Oh, he has, wow, wow, he's big. He
0: wow, I didn't know he had that many.
1: 7. He has seven point 9. nine million, but Messi has 430, 430 Oh, the coffee million. too.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but wow, Jimmy said seven point nine. Is it, Tyreek has got to be up there too? Then right. That was the only other one that I would think. Sandy David, doesn't, you. Sandy's not going to have that much. I don't even know if he's even on Twitter. But Tyreek um, has probably got a couple million too, right? If Jimmy's uh, got 7.9 and Tyreek's got what, two or three, four? How many does he have?
1: He has... Cheetah. Two million.
0: Okay. All right. Two million.
1: Two million. And Resi has, let's repeat, Four hundred and thirty-four million people's eyeballs are on that guy.
0: Yeah. Sandy has only 120,000. Okay. One of the best pitchers in in the world.
1: Right. So in other words, believe me that it's not just Jorge mas and Jose Mas and David Beckham that are trying to get him here. I think the league, yes, Apple, anybody involved with the next World Cup, anybody involved with soccer in this country. Yes. They're they're going to pull their efforts. This is my opinion. No one's told me this. I agree. I think they're going to pull their efforts and do everything they can possibly do to get them to come here. And then, you know, and then we'll see what happens, but it'll be, it's going to change everything. If insanity he comes, insanity
0: is going to take, it'll over.
1: be insanity. My job is going to change. Good for you. Everything is going to change the security that they're going to have to have over there. Right now, we walk around, as my mom says, como Pedro por su casa, right? Right,
0: right,
1: yes. I mean, como Pedro por su casa. Yes. I will not be Pedro por su casa. No. If there's going to be fences and barricades and, you know. Yeah. It's, no, it changes. It's going to be different.
0: It changes. It changes. And, and you know, Moss built uh, this stadium in eight months. He's They'll probably pick up the speed over at uh, Miami Freedom Park and build that in two weeks. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing them, I mean, you know, they're awesome. But that that this is this story just gets more and more interesting. And we're going to witness something we've all never witnessed before if it happens in the history of South Florida sports. We've had some stars here. You know, LeBron is as big as they come. Yeah. But this dwarfs anything and everything that's ever happened here. It doesn't matter who it is, this is the biggest name in the world to ever play here in South Florida. That's that's going to be pretty killer. It's going to yeah. be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. In the
1: meantime, between now and June, and Phil said, "Oh, the other thing, the other little clue part, the other puzzle piece was that when I asked Phil about it, he said, you know, I'm managing this team as if, you know, I'm cutting the season in half. I'm saying we basically have two seasons from now through June. I have to manage the team as we have it now from now to June and try to get as high up in the standings as we can. So that if, and when he said, if, and when we, we get the, the, you know, the help that we think we might get, he wants them to be able to just step in and already the team be here, not be way down here and have to like climb up because he pointed out that Toronto last year um, brought two great Italian stars but it was almost too late. By the time they got there, the team was way down. And even though they had a huge impact, they were they were not able to get out get of the high hole. Up in the standings. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't get out of the hole.
0: Yeah, so. I'm a, I'm a Panthers fan. I'm used to that. <laughs> Sorry, that's kind of been my, my life as a Panthers fan. All right, follow her on Twitter at Cough Sports, catch her exceptional work there at the Miami Herald covering Inter Miami and and the NCAA going after women's basketball? Jesus, I'm writing Christ. a column
1: on that today, so look for my column Ridiculous. in a couple hours. I'll be posting it.
0: Ridiculous. Anyway, yes. Michelle, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Enjoy the soccer.
1: All right, thank you. Take care.
0: Thank you. There you go. The great Michelle Kaufman. Good stuff as always, man. Love it. I'm telling you, when when this guy takes over, it's gonna be crazy.